Hey guys, it's uh, Andy here in another episode of the Mountain Malarkey Podcast with Dave. Hello everybody. How are we doing, Dave? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Got something a little different today. Very different, yeah. So what we've done is we realised that uh, when we do the Tuesday tune-in, over on Facebook, um, which we've been doing during lockdown, we had some comments and requests around, um, you know, not everyone's on Facebook, but people still wanted to hear about the content. There's been some great stuff. We've yeah. talked about bags. We've talked about battle of the treks. We've talked about trekking boots, mindset, fitness, loads of stuff. And we thought to ourselves, well, why don't we turn these into podcasts? Because like you said, Dave, they're, they're sitting down listening for an hour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, we've got a couple of, we had a couple of special guests, didn't we? We had a new head of operations over in Nepal. Yep. Uh, Lee Wardle, Ironman triathlete, um, gym owner, and all around nice guy. Um, yeah, and there's there's so much good information and good content there that, and not everybody is on Facebook or yeah can sit there and watch a video for an hour and a bit doing nothing. So yeah, this is a great format. You can do it on the go, put it in your car, listen to it. It's a bit interactive, so you're going to have seen us answer questions and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a little bit different. Um, you know, but if you're listening to this, obviously, yeah. Um, and you have any questions about any of the things you hear, uh, podcast at evertrack.co.uk. Awesome, Dave. Yeah, enjoy the episode, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Yeah. World where people go trekking, who have questions about trekking. Two people who go trekking are here to answer your questions about trekking. Introducing the Tuesday Tune-In, hosted by Andy and Dave. Are we live? No. As far as we know, it's live. Let's check if we're live, mate. Let's check if we're live. Are we live? Live. 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 Tackling subjects such as... Talking about group travel. Charities. Altitude. Flying. Footwear. Vaccination. Fitness. So you can make an informed decision about trips and go into them as prepared as possible. Years of expertise shrouded in top-level banter. Tune in every Tuesday at 12.30-ish. It's quite accurate, this week. I, yeah, I know. Do you know what I feel like, though? It's like it sounds to be anything more than let name. When you go to that, and then it goes like, hello! <laughs> yeah, hey everyone, how you doing? Um, yeah, Andy and Dave. Yeah, they, uh, for those of you that uh, don't uh, know him, this is Andy. Um, occasionally, 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 he does do these. <laughs> no, good to have you back, mate. Good to have you back. Yeah, no, it's been a it's been a mad couple of weeks. Um, yeah, and and I miss. I know you had the the joy of Tuesday tune in with the girls last week, and it looked like an awesome live. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, hello to everyone. We've got a lot of people on today's live because I think there's some sort of competition going to happen. Uh, there is a competition to happen. Do you know what? Uh, how are we sounding, everybody? Because we're getting some information that it may be a little bit echoey. Oh, really? Um, We've had that recently, haven't we? We, we have had, had it um, yeah. the audio. We can. We've got this microphone that is clearly called a Yeti. Yeah. Oh, no, I haven't. But hopefully that's coming through okay. If you can hear us, just give us a big thumbs up. Well, there's so many people on here that I've heard. <coughs> we've got Stacy Morris, Alex, uh, Louise, Mia, Colin. Um, lots of Evertrack. Lots of Evertrack. Of course, Bry is on here. I'm, I'm sure. Brian's got his um, his speech as well. So. Uh, well, actually, Brian posted earlier that uh, there's no need for anyone else to kind of get excited because he's wearing his lucky undercrackers today. <laughs> um, 
brilliant, as soon as I brilliant. saw that, I struck his name off. <laughs> no. I didn't do that, Brian. I probably yeah, didn't. awesome. Uh, yeah, so hey, Marie. Oh, thank you very much, uh, Artemis. The uh, yeah. same's good. All good. We got Georgie. Georgie, always interesting to find out where you are today. Um, Shona, who we go. We got Bev. No, it's great. It's lots nice to see some familiar faces, and also, uh, obviously, we, we know that the competition creates a lot of buzz, a lot of energy. Um, and we know there's a lot of um, newbies on here as well. So, yeah, that's what we did the little intro there because every Tuesday since what was it probably about four weeks into the first lockdown i know don't want to use that word but we're going to talk about it um uh, in in 2020 we started these every tuesday tuesday tune in and um it's you know it's something we just started off the cuff and it's mm -hmm. become um you know something of a thing now so yeah we um you know people seem yeah, to enjoy know. it and they get their questions answered um, and that's what me and Dave are here to do. Like a mob, like the Beatles everywhere I go. Um, do you know what? So it's, it has been noted that um, this is, we're actually from Kurt Reeve, I think, because we're flipped. Oh. So actually, this does say Ambertreg, but those of you that are used to seeing ambulances in your rearview mirror will get the gist of it. So we can flip it, which will look a bit weird, but oh, we're going to go oh, with it. This kind I know of for this, any newbies. This, oh, see, now I feel like I'm off. Like any newbies they always like no no you can't do that you can't do that with the wrong way around but there we go at least you can see what we're what we're wearing i, I kind of feel we're on brand today Dave. we're never this coordinated yeah, yeah, well, yeah look yeti hat i know and i got everest on my cap this was from our head of ops in um nepal who visited us last week he, he brought yeah. a nice little cap for us um you just got promoted i know i am now i'm now on the graphic side you see that graphic this is really difficult isn't it this way isn't it it's, it's like, that way yeah it's this, weird it's I'm, weird, i know yeah. by the graphic so yeah. um andy yeah thank you for joining us and uh, tell us um, what, what's today all about <laughs> no no um it is great it is great and um i know we we kind of haven't said is it live but we hope it's live um where we are and yeah today is is going to be all about machu picchu it's been you know if you've been part of the community the evertracker community for, for uh, any number of months or, or years I know a lot of our trackers have been with us a long time coming on our trips. We like to run some competitions and this is actually our first Machu Picchu competition we've ever done. And it's been nuts. It's our biggest competition we've ever run in terms of the number of entries. We've had over 19,000 people enter, which is, Not really. which is, uh, yeah, yeah. 19,000 people, which is nuts. Um, 19, so, 19, yeah. Thousand. A thousand, 19. No, no, no. 19, zero, zero, zero. 19K. 19K. Is that how yeah. many people are watching now? No, no, no. Only 220. Oh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> but 80% of people don't watch it live. You know, if you're watching this live, love it. If you do, because we're talking about Machu Picchu today, any questions about anything to do with the trip, drop them in the comments. Yeah. We've had loads of questions coming already, about 25, 30 questions. So it's going to be, um, hopefully keep today about an hour. Usually Tuesday tune in uh, is about an hour. We'll obviously be announcing the winner of the Machu Picchu competition. Um, so that'll be one person. And then uh, they'll obviously bring a friend um, or mate, or you don't have to, but you can choose someone from our lovely Evertrack community if you want. Uh, but yeah, we'll be uh, announcing that. But start off, Dave, Machu Picchu. Yep. I know it's it's been one that obviously we we, we launched really during lockdown, didn't we? Which we did, was, yeah. was kind of a, it was a very new trip for us. Um, and we've had you know lots of Evertrackers go on it now. Um, kind of early, we used to call them test pilots, but. You know, people go on our, our treks that we, we launched quite early. You know, they give us great feedback. We've also adjusted it because I think going to Machu Picchu is obviously very popular. A lot of people know about it. Um, they may have heard of the Inca Trail. They may have heard of some of the other routes. And, you know, when we look at any trip that we do, we, we kind of look at it from, we try and stand back and look at it and think, what could we do that would be 
more of an Evertrek trip, you know, maybe a little bit more remote, maybe a little bit more challenging. Yeah. And we kind of put this trip together with that in mind. So we don't we don't really go on the, the Salcante route or the Inca Trail. We, we go on a little bit because you have to really to get into Machu Picchu. But we wanted to create some other route. And there was another route called the Tomakea route, which is essentially just a gigantic valley. Uh, that's what we call the, the trek, the Hidden Valley, which is as, as, as remote as you can get in that in that yeah. region. Um, the only actual trek that you can walk directly into Machu Picchu is in the Citadel, as everyone's seen, is the Inca Trail. But over the last kind of several years, there's been a lot of issues around permits. The Peruvian government have also brought some challenges with how long you can stay there per you know number of permits per day, which is great because it means it keeps it kind of restricted and sustainable. Um, you know, because we want people to view and, and 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 experience Machu Picchu, but we wanted to make it a bit more of a trek as well, not yeah. just you know a day tour essentially, because um, you can you can you can you can get the bus all the way up there, and you know, we don't have to do any trekking at all. But that wouldn't be an Evertrek trip. No, <laughs> you know. So we that's what we thought, wouldn't it? We want yeah. let's, let's create something a little bit different. Well, right? we want we yeah we we want we like to kind of push the envelope a little bit when it comes to these treks and yeah. make them what you know an Evertrek trip because. We know how special these things are. You know, we 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 started our lives as ever trekkers, really, as trekkers. Well, before yeah, we were, it, yeah. before the ever came into it, we were trekkers like you guys, <laughs> and we went out on these trips forever. Um, yeah, and we, you know, we we did these amazing things, and we know that they're much more than just yeah. you know a holiday or a one-off trip and things like that. They're special and they mean a lot to people, yeah. and they make a difference in your life. And when you come back, you think, yeah, that was amazing. That changed my life for the better. I want to go and do more. And that's why whenever we look at these trips, we think, well, how do we use that ethos and make it that trip? Yeah. You know, yeah. we and yeah. that's why we didn't want to just do perhaps the Inca Trail, not to uh Yeah, not, not to not to denigrate the Inca Trail, exactly. you know. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think, you know, any any way that you anytime you're trekking, yeah, you're winning. Yeah. Um, but also we do know that it has become a little bit of a procession. Um there's yeah. always gonna be really popular sort of bottlenecks on any trip where yeah. you find that lots of people gather at the same place at the same time. But I think with the Inca Trail, that's pretty much what it is now. So we thought to ourselves, yeah. how do we sprinkle a little bit of adventure on that bad boy? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what we do. We like things a little bit more remote, and certainly as well, looking at it from sustainable travel. You know, I think going on more remote routes, um, you know, you do take the pressure off the busier areas. We think it's definitely been part of our ethos the last few years. So yeah, going back to, to what I was saying in terms of we're creating it during lockdown, a lot of ever trackers go, and then we tweak the itinerary a little bit. We've built more acclimatization. I love when people share their WhatsApp number as well. It's funny. Yeah, I, I, I'll be honest, I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't message it if uh, anyone's seeing that. I know it's, it's all good. I've had someone else, which is quite funny. Um, I think someone mentioned cocaine for altitude, which is always good. I mean, if you're in South America, hey, you're all adults. Um, uh, they they do have coca tea out there, which I heard is really good for altitude. So yeah, I think he was on between lines though, like snorting. Slightly different. Uh, yeah, I would I would probably advise against yeah. it. Yeah. Because if you get arrested with it, well, this is it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, professionally, uh, obviously, we you know we say stay, stay clear of it. Um, but hey, it's nice to have Heather on here as well. She's been one of our ever trackers who who've been on the trip. Um, yeah, was it didn't see didn't see another tourist until we hit the Inca Trail at the end. Was standing. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Heather. Thanks, Heather. It's nice to to get some um, uh, some feedback. And we've had you know we've spoken to some of our ever trackers and, and tweaked her a little bit. Um, we think we've got it down to a T now, and that's why we wanted to kind of um, you know push it out and, and promote it a bit more because. You know, we've Everest Base Camp for us is it was our first trip that we created. It was uh, you know about six years ago. It's mad, um, and we had lots of people go out to Nepal. You know, Nepal is kind of our our baby, if you know what I mean. It was like where our Big Mac came from. 
which is Everest Base Camp, and then people will come back. However, trekkers, they want to go to places like Kili, Machu Picchu, which is why we've tried to create other cool trips. Um, yeah, certainly with this this feedback we got, we, we feel like we've got it down to a T now. Yeah. Like with, with regards to going, I'm actually out in uh, Peru in about three and a half weeks. So I'm looking forward to, to going out there as well, just catching up with the team. Um, we definitely be getting some nice uh, footage as well, which would be great. I have to stay in Wales, right? Sorry, Dave. Yeah, cheers, mate. No, no, it's good. <laughs> you know, the, the team, the team needs you. No, no, the, 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 my, the, the Tuesday tune-in people, they need me. But well, maybe, this is it. This maybe is we'll it. try and get some footage of you when you're out there. Do you want to join the Tuesday tune-in while you're out there? Uh, if we've got signal, we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. see how it goes. It's, um, you know, if I can in the hook a sat, satellite dish up to like an alpaca or something yeah and and get them to stay still maybe we'll, we'll we'll try and do it but yeah it's it's certainly peru is um you know kind of one of those destinations that is you know a little bit you could class it as off the beaten track you know it's not your your, your average place to go um certainly when you come into these these this area of the world you know it is it does have that element uh, that element of danger a little bit of a challenge yeah and i think that sits with us you know in terms of the the actual trip itself it kind of makes it more of a, for us anyway, it's, it's one on the, on the bucket list. Yeah, no, 100%, 100%, yeah, because obviously Machu Picchu is an incredibly popular destination yeah. for people to trek, but yeah, it, it like, you're still in South America. Exactly. You know, yeah, you're, yeah. Still, you're, still cool. in, you're still in Peru, um, you know, and it's still got a real feel of South America about it, which yeah. is why we wanted to go off the beaten track a little bit and kind of do the Tomakea route, because... We want you to experience what it's like to be, you know, camping in the wild in Peru with pretty yeah. much no one else around you. Uh, just have yourself, the team and the mountains to yourself. Um, yeah, exactly. it's, it's awesome, a special it? one. It's a special one. And it's, you know, I just, just seen some, I think it was um, was Beth there just mentioned, Beth Arden was mentioning about exploring Peru a bit more in the cities. So, yeah, on all of our trips, acclimatization is kind of the thing. Because we, one, we don't want to just send people to a destination and, a high altitude is a challenge. Yeah. And, you know, in Peru, a lot of the big cities around there are a high altitude, especially places like Cusco. You know, it's over 3,000 meters. Your body is, is, is already challenging, uh, is already, you know, working to acclimatize. So, yeah, we have we have got a couple of acclimatization days. You get a couple of days in Cusco to explore. Um, we also have an acclimatization day in this, I forgot the actual name of it. It's called Little Cusco. Yeah. But it's in, um, I think it's called the Alhambra Cordillera, which is another area of Peru that you actually get to do a climatization day. We have changed this. We, we did do previously, um, which, you know, which was great. It was great for climatization, but we kind of tweaked it. We used to do, um, uh, basically it was like a, a, a mountain biking day, but we kind of tweaked it and thought, you know what, let's go to another part and do some, do some trekking. Um, and then that's to acclimatize. So you do get a bit more time to, acclimatize before you actually hit the trek because Machu Picchu isn't actually that high altitude it's no. only just over 2,000 meters but the actual route that we take goes to 4,900 meters so over, you are going over the Tocto Pass yeah Tocto Pass um, yeah I mean if you want to go altitude you can add on Rainbow Mountain as well you can do yeah if, if you're on a trip um, or you win this trip it's or, 5,000 meters um, yeah it's pretty high yeah it's really um, high I can't remember the exact height of Rainbow Mountain it's, yeah. it's certainly an add-on for, for the trips very popular um, again, we've had lots of ever trackers go there. So yeah, it's, it's a bit of an all-rounder really. And something we've kind of tweaked as well is, is actually your experience in Machu Picchu. So you've got the trekking part that lasts for about four days, uh, plus the one day trekking. And then you've got the, the Machu Picchu section. Yeah. What we've done now is actually go from, there's actually a, um, a trailhead called 104. Basically it's called trailhead 104, it's like 104 kilometers. And basically you'll hike all the way from there 
all the way through the Sun Gate and up to uh, Machu Picchu. So you don't get to go in at that point because it's um, because of their rules, um, regulations. You, you're not allowed in without permit at that time, and that does take a whole day to get there. Yeah. And then what you do is then you go down to Aguas Calientes, stay there for the night, and then you go back up then to explore the citadel, the actual Machu Picchu, then the following day. So you actually get to see it twice, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and something we thought after the feedback was you know people get a bit more time. Yeah. Hundred um, percent. Yeah. So I hope that kind of you know, maybe tickles your fancy in terms of what the trek is about. Sorry, I'm knocking the uh, table here, but it's it certainly got us got us excited about Machu Picchu going forward. Um, but right, we've we're going to ask uh, um, answer some questions now because we've got a lot. To, yeah, we've I think we got we've a got, lot around Machu Picchu today, which yeah. is really, I think I've got like 40 questions already. Yeah, we're which getting is mi- amazing. We're getting mixed reviews on the coca tea. Um, some person <laughs> said it was lush. Another okay. person said it tasted like pond. Um, <laughs> brilliant, so yeah, Helen, the, brilliant. The, the, this is it. I love it. I love this level of feedback. A yeah. um, couple of randomers. I think whenever we do this, we always end up with some randomers. So one guy's asking, he's asked twice then what our okay. favorite car is. Do you know what? Wow. I'm going to make him wait because I was actually going to do that on the okay. next Tuesday tune in. <laughs> so we're going to do our like favorite cars next week. Favorite um, cars. Brilliant. Yeah, brilliant, yeah. brilliant. So, um, um, yeah, but yeah, go for it. I'll, just while I saw there, there was a gent, um, I think his name was Robert Smith. Any chance of climbing Huayna Pichu? Yes, you can. Um, yeah, certainly with um, the permits, basically it's about $15 on top, but it's, it's not always available. Um, if there's uh, an option to, you can. Yeah. Um, so we do leave that option, but it just depends on the weather, depends on the group. Um, but yeah, the option is there, Rob, definitely. Uh, yeah. If you want, if you want to climb it, mate. Awesome. Um, um, so should I dive in? Yeah, go for it. I think we had some questions yesterday, but yeah, go for it. Yeah, we had quite a few. So this is an yeah, email yeah. I think that came in from Kerry. Okay. As you going, Kerry, do you think this is suitable yeah. for a fairly fit 52-year-old? You've yeah. wanted to see Machu Picchu your whole life, but worrying now you've left it a bit late. How fit do you need to be? But Kerry, I can just say, in one, have you left it too late? No. Yeah. Can you get there if you're fairly fit? 100%. Um, you know, all of our trips, although they are a real challenge, we yeah. built them in such a way that they are achievable by pretty much anybody with a desire to go there um you know as long as you put in some training and you are fairly fit um then the rest is up to us we've designed the route so it acclimatizes you very gradually um on all of our trips we you know we have that climb high sleep low so uh, we mentioned earlier about going over the tokdo pass obviously that takes you up quite high but then once you've registered it you come back down um all of this serves to kind of help you acclimatize and keep you feeling well and strong um, but 100%, you you absolutely, you know, by the sounds of it, 52, still young, fairly fit, that's awesome. Right. You've yeah. probably got all the pieces already. All you need to do is just put the worries to one side. Don't let the doubts and the worries get in in, yeah. in the way of you going out there and seeing Machu Picchu and having an amazing trip. So, Kerry, let's get it. Let's get you out there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, just as a, as, a, as an add-on to that, like we get a lot of ever-trackers who, um, you know, think they're too old. But actually, like, you know, just seeing some comments in, in the High Altitude Evertrekkers Facebook group, um, <clears throat> you know, we, we've had like Evertrekkers at Everest Base Camp in their mid-70s. Um, it just depends on on you, you know, how much do you want it? Do you want, if you want to go there and you've got, you know, that time, because I know, you know, as you as, as you tend to get older, you get a bit more time, um, you know, maybe if you've got kids or anything and they're not around anymore, you've got a bit more flexibility. We do find that people's in their 50s and 60s, they want to now do this stuff. And yeah, if you've got the inclination, 100%. Uh, you mentioned fitness. Um, certainly, like Dave said, you don't need to be like a superhero or anything. Um, you know, you just got to have that want to want to go there. The more fitness, you, you'll have a more enjoyable time. Yeah. But I'd say Machu Picchu on a, a difficulty level, 
I'd say Everest Base Camp or Kilimanjaro is is, is, is much more difficult than Machu Picchu. Yeah. It's not say it's easy. None of the trips are easy because they're trekking, they're at high altitude, but it's certainly achievable by, like Dave said, by everyday people. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Um, next one. Um, just looking at, I think there's actually some similar questions. I think Mandy, uh, Mandy Stokes uh, mentioned a similar thing, a middle-aged woman. What kind of training program? I think about fitness there. Um, just thought, I suppose just, yeah, perfect off the back of that, Mandy. In terms of fitness, you know, you want to get out there because it's, there's no technical parts to this. It's all walking. It's all trekking. So you don't need to be a climber, essentially. Um, the tr in terms of training, just get out, pack on your back, put the miles in. <clears throat> Even if you're out like once a week, maybe, you know, three, four times a month, you know, maybe in the gym, um, just doing some cardio, you know, single leg movements, you know, so just looking after your body, just do some regular exercise. It'll help, you know, 100%. Yeah. Um, you know, and you'll be fine. So don't think that you've got to do like strict training pro program. You know, we get a lot of shapes and sizes on our trek, Absolutely. and a lot of shapes and sizes that actually complete the trek and achieve things. <clears throat> but the fitter you are, the more the better. You know, you'll you'll have um, the better time you'll have. Yeah. In terms of specific training programs, we partner with the Altitude Centre in London. Um, really good guys. We've we've been in, uh, partnered with them for a couple of years. And as a cu any customers of ours, uh, they do get. Um, in the members areas, little uh, form you get to fill in, which goes to the altitude center, and then they can get back to you with any specific training um, plans or things like that. Obviously chargeable, but they do provide you with some uh, information on on that kind of stuff. You know, and the altitude guys that you know they are the specialists in this. Yeah. Um, you know, to try and get your body in the best place ready before altitude. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah. I see a couple of people, guys. We haven't announced the winner yet. Um, we'll yet. be doing that shortly. Um, yeah. yeah, we're just trying to do as many of these questions as we can. Then we'll announce the winner, and then we'll do perhaps a few more. Yeah. Um, so Stacy Morris has asked, "Would a single woman feel safe on your expeditions?" Yeah. Um, honestly, Stacy, in my experience, I would say yes. Um, we've had yeah. lots and lots of single women. I actually say this quite regularly: that women are braver <coughs> than men because men always seem to do these trips with a friend. Yeah. Women tend to do it on their own. Um, and I've never actually had any feedback other than they really enjoyed it and they felt like the group was very nice and inclusive. Yeah. Um, and so were the, the, the local people. So I would say absolutely, yeah, you yeah. feel safe. Um, there's a lot, a lot of single women that have gone on our trips who are also part of the high altitude Evertrekkers group. Um, so if you wanted to chat to some and get a good feel for the trip and things like that, 100% jump on those trips. Yeah. Um, uh, a friend of ours was also a customer and an Evertrekker, uh, Shona. She's a regular on here. I met her she in is. Scotland and I remember when I think she was due to do her first ever trip. I forget where it was, um, but she couldn't find any of her friends to do it. So that was the first time she actually ever just went ahead and did a solo trip. Yeah. And now she loves it. And, you know, solo trekking is um, is actually part of the overall appeal, you know, going yeah. out there, meeting new people, exactly. immersing yourself. But in terms of feeling safe, I would say absolutely. Yeah, exactly. You hit on a good point as well. Like a lot, we get way more solo uh, female travelers than than guys like they've said and um yeah it's, it's certainly in peru it's it's like anywhere in the world you know you, you you have your um you have your places where you know you don't want to be on your own but if you're on an ever trek trip and you know, you're with your guide and you know you you're, ne you're never really on your own as that such you know you some people do want to go on their you know solo treks uh without groups but if you're with a group and you know you, you are um you will feel safe um you know and, and some people are more comfortable traveling solo than, than others like I, I quite like traveling solo um you know did it from an early age you get some people who don't but you know it's good to, to kind of maybe push the envelope a bit and think okay yeah i know it's going outside the comfort zone but you know by going traveling solo um it, you know it does 
just bring other stuff into the equation, you know, just bring more, you know, make you more independent, make you more make decisions differently. Yeah. You know, um I, I'd say it would be a good challenge, wouldn't it? If, if you're thinking about doing it, you never traveled on your own. Yeah. Imagine if you did. You know, I, I reckon I reckon that after it you probably think, oh that was easy. Yeah. That was fine. Um as always though, you know, uh, there's, there's parts of the world that you know can be a bit dodgy. You can't get around it. But you know what? I actually feel like certain places of the world Probably a lot safer than I do at 3 a.m. in Cardiff. So that was going to point to me there. No, a lot safer than when I'm with this guy. Um, we've heard the tone's got a bit muffled, man. So I don't oh, know really? if you want to just play with a microphone. Let's have a little uh, um, head of tech and so on. Apparently the sound just gone. Oh, okay. That's weird. Um, guys, are we still there? Are we much? still there? Um, let us know if the sound just got. Gone fuzzy, savvy guys. Hello, 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 hello. Yes, yeah, weird. We haven't changed it. But um, how are we coming through now? Can you just. Let us know how we're doing. Better? Better. Okay, okay. maybe maybe it just needed a whack. Just needed a whack. Um, the really good question that's come in from uh, yeah. Rob Halliday. Um, okay. How much can altitude sickness be issues for first timers doing Machu Picchu? Yeah, good question. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those things that, oh, thanks guys, everyone's saying it's really good. That's awesome. Great. Um, wouldn't want you to miss out with dulcet tones. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, Rob, with regards to altitude with all of our trips, that's what we specialize in is these high altitude trekking adventures. So it is the it's the preeminent part of the trip that we kind of look forward to, and um, it's really what makes it an adventure. Now, uh, one thing I said before is that the first time we go to altitude, well, every time we go to altitude is the first time for everyone essentially, yeah. because we pretty much live at sea level. Um, the body doesn't retain any acclimatization, so every time you go back, you need to reacclimatize. Yeah. Um, so with first timers, it can be a a new experience. Um, sometimes it can be a little bit disconcerting because you, your body does react to it in certain ways that you would never really experience at sea level. Yeah. Um, one thing I would say is that there are lots and lots of things that you can do to make sure that you acclimatize well. We'll do a lot of it for you as well. One by designing the itinerary. Yeah. So we do that climb high, sleep low. We gain our altitude very gradually. All of our guides are highly experienced and they'll make sure you've got plenty of food and water, which is essential. Um, and then there's a couple of things you can do. So controlling your pace, making sure that you're not sprinting yeah. um, or walking too fast. I always say that if you're in a group, stick in the middle or the back. Um, if you're on your own with a guide, just follow his lead. Um, and if you feel like you're going too fast, slow down. Um, and also there's uh, Diamox, which we could do a whole live on Diamox. Um, essentially, it's a medication that climbers and hikers use at high altitude to help them acclimatize. Um, our guides carry it and you can also bring your own. If you want to know about that, just drop us an email. Um, but yeah, 100%, um, you know, it, it, it can, you, you probably won't get altitude sickness and Machu Picchu on your first time. Some people do. Yeah. I think as long as we do everything we can right first time, so hydration, pace, uh, nutrition, um, and then medication, then, you know, it doesn't need to be a showstopper. Exactly. Nice. It's really good, really nice comments coming here as well. <clears throat> That when you're on your own, you're never on your own. Groups are brilliant. I uh, can't believe I'm reading these fab questions from the old man of Hoy. That's from Kate Rigby. Who knew there'd be phone signal? That's awesome. I love it. Yeah, let's know where you're all at. If you're all at some crazy, I, I know some of you might be at home, which is cool. But some of you. Um, Isn't Georgie uh, usually inside the <coughs> generator? George is, is usually somewhere crazy. Yeah. Um, let's have a list. Just read in some of these comments. Really good, guys. Uh, Travel solo in Bolivia, Southeast Asia, and Africa. Beth Harden. Um, sounds awesome. I think and some people want to do Killy. Uh, some people talk about base camp as well. K2 base camp seems to be really popular. Yeah. Um, we'll definitely try and get to all these questions. Um, there was one, actually. Who was it? I think it was. Um, that's it. I think it was Rob. Here we go. We got it on the email. 
how long have you been doing this? How many adventures a year do you do? Good question. Um, yeah, just especially for any newbies who, who haven't been part of the F Trekker community, we've been running high altitude treks uh, since early 2016 um, when we started in Nepal and we've kind of grown from that now. Um, you know, especially our, our community of, of, of ever trekkers has grown substantially, um, which is, is great. And, you know, we always like to, um, to change things up a little bit uh, by changing some of the itineraries. Obviously, there's some of the classics, but we always like to do either the longest route or the more remote routes. And we only do high altitude treks. We're quite specialists in that way. Um, you know, we, 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 we do add-ons and things that you can do. Um, I think some people have asked here if they're in Peru. How long is the trek? So the actual the actual itinerary that we do is 12 days. But a lot of people do add-ons, like there's add-ons to Rainbow Mountain, which you can do like a day or a couple of days. There's actually um, add-ons as well to the Galapagos. Yep. So if any scuba divers out there, um, I'm a scuba diver myself, um, the Galapagos is uh, like three or four day itinerary you can go out there and do. So because of where you are geographically, it's it's kind of easy-ish to get to. Um, you know, speaking to our team, that was something that we're, we're going we're gonna to add as an add-on. The Galapagos. Uh, the Galapagos. I never heard it says. That sounds fun. <laughs> it was on the phone the other day and someone asked me about the Galapagos Islands. Wow. And I was like, the Galapagos Islands, the Galapagos I know, it took a while to click there. I, I didn't want to sound like I didn't know in case it was something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, no, it's, it's certainly some great questions here as well. Um, yeah, how long do you, uh, was it Merrill, how long do you stop on the summit? Match feature was to sunrise or sunset. So yeah, with, um, with, with the actual government at the moment, they limit it to three hours with the, um, so basically your entry into Machu Picchu, you get about three hours. That's the, the permit that you're allowed on there. You sometimes sneak it over a little bit, but they are getting quite strict. Yeah. Um, a lot stricter than they used to be. I know a lot of people who say, oh, I used to have a lot of time, but all the companies are in the same boat now. Um, yeah, and in terms of sunrise or sunset, so basically there's there's two times that you get them. Um, so with regards to permits now, as long as we get like the flights and everything, you know, we work, we basically with regards to flights and things, there's about a two month cutoff. So we need all our information and we can get the earlier pass. Uh, we've had some customers who've got the morning slot. We've had some customers who've had the afternoon slot. Sometimes if they've been in the morning, they've had unfortunately a bit of cloud. But ideally, we'd like to go in the morning. That's the ideal situation because then we've got some time for Hawaiian Apichu um, in the afternoon or after we do that. But yeah, it just depends on how early we get those permits. Because with us, you know, we've had customers book like two years ago. But the permits for us, and when we get the permits, is we can only do that when we get the flight details, for yeah. instance. Um, so yeah, we can um, we kind of manage that kind of internally. But yeah, for you guys, yeah, we we, we definitely our aim is to do the the, the morning session. Um, but obviously, that anything adventure travel things happen. Um, you know, we always like to be transparent with all of our ever trekkers, and um, you know, we all, we obviously want you guys to have as, as good a trip as you can as you can have. Um, like us, you know, we were there. We want to go in the morning, right? But if there's limitations, I know we've had some customers where there were strikes out there. It can happen anywhere yeah. here in the UK, right? Um, you know, we've obviously got to try and remain a little bit flexible. But yeah, our our goal is to get that morning one, um, if that makes sense. So I've had a couple of questions from yeah. uh, Amber, Eden, and Antonia, yeah, yeah. but they're kind of all yeah, linked, Amber. so I'll go through them. So okay. Amber and Eden have asked how busy are the tourist attractions, and Antonia um, says the lack of tourists on the route kind of sounds very appealing. We agree. Um, do you see any people along the route living or working, or is yeah. it uh, one of those uh, moments in life where you get to experience somewhere uh, that feels truly <clears> remote? <throat> so the first thing I would say is any tourist attractions, so you've got Ma Machu Picchu, there are yeah. certain things in Aguas Calientes, which is just outside Machu, the actual Machu Picchu site, uh, where there's some hot springs. So anytime you get like 
an, a tourist attraction, you'll find tourists. Um, yeah. We have chosen our route because we kind of take in those moments and then we kind of veer off and, and go on a, on a quieter, more secluded route. So to answer Antonia, yeah, you will see some tourists. It's unavoidable. Anytime you go pretty much on any trek, unless you're doing something that's unexplored, you're going to bump into people. Um, but yeah, you will see locals. You will be uh, in the wilds sort of camping. Yeah. Um, but you do kind of see some local farmers and things like that on the route. And you get to see a little bit of what Peruvian life is like in those exactly. mountain regions, um, which is kind of what we, we're all about, really. Because yeah. when we first started going to Nepal, what we loved was not just reaching an X on a map that is Everest Base Camp or yeah. Kalapatar, but it's it's the journey. And, you know, when you're meeting people along the way and you're learning about their way of life, all of that knowledge like greatly enriches the whole experience. Yeah. And one of the things that I speak to, um, one of the things, you know, people always say is, man, I just, that place has stuck with me. And it doesn't matter where they go, whether it's South America, Africa or Asia, they always come back and they always say, oh, that, that place stuck with me. The people are so amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, and I think that's what we try and get out of every trip. Yeah. So yeah, you will get that experience on, on our Machu Picchu trip. Yeah, exactly. It is, you, you hit the nail on the head there, right? Talking about, you know, I know it's a cliche, isn't it? It's not, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. You know, definitely, you know, our wall in, in that room there, it says it's all about the journey because we really think it is, here we go, Charlotte Ranger, all about the journey. Yeah, <laughs> Charlotte knows. Charlotte knows. Um, and, it, and it really is, especially in, in, like, it does enrich your experience. You know, you're meeting people, the landscape, you know, also as Dave, Dave knows, the suffering of your altitude, the challenge, right? If you like marathons or hiking in the mountains or maybe you've done Three Peaks Challenge or, you know, even if you've gone and, and maybe climbed Penavan or Ben Nevis, whatever it is, it's a challenge, isn't it? And, and once you've done that, it, it kind of makes you feel good, right? At the end, it might not feel good at the time. We call it type two fun because the fun that is not really fun at the time, but afterwards you're like, wow, that was awesome, <laughs> you know? And um, I think definitely this this sits in that. I mean, it, it if we look at all of our trips and we kind of look at them, you know, Machu Picchu trip definitely is different because of the history aspect. You know, it, the trek is amazing. We'll always be trekking, but that, I think there's something about going to an ancient civilization it's in the middle, you know, on the outskirts of like the Amazon jungle, and you come across it, and it's, yeah, it's pretty cool, isn't it? It's pretty cool when you when you when you talk about it out loud like that. Um, you know, if any Indiana Jones fans out there, or uh, Dora the Explorer, whoever you watch, you know, they, Dora the Explorer, she explored, didn't she? She was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so sure. we're not going to go with like, um, you know, Randolph Fiennes or or Roll. Hey. Who's the who's the the other one? Robert uh, Roald Amundsen. Roald Amundsen. It's more yeah. of like progress. We've probably, we've, yeah, we've got Dora the Explorer. Dora the Explorer. Hey, let me I, tell I, you. It sounds good. When you think about or it. Or if you're an archaeologist like Kaylee. <laughs> exactly, you know, yeah. You know, I wonder like how many people have been ex inspired as a child by Dora. Dora, Dora you know, Dora. it was Indiana Jones for me. i got to be honest. Just, you know, uh, just the look and feel and the adventure, the danger. Um, I don't know why, but I think Machu Picchu kind of draws that kind of nostalgic feeling i think yeah, um, because it's an ancient civilization it is it's got that history to mm. it you know so when you when you're traveling to a place that is sort of frozen in time yeah from thousands of years ago you can't <coughs> help but bring, nuts, that, bring yeah. that bring that sort of feeling back um we've had a couple of questions okay. so one of them was like sort of how long yeah. is our machu picchu trip so 12 days yeah 12 days um and then another person asked when's the best time of year to go yeah so pretty much we're looking at may to september and then kind of December yeah. to March. Um, December to March is like the warmest time to go. Yeah. 
but also you know whenever you get like warm weather in these climates that usually involves a little bit of rain as well yeah um but yeah so those are kind of our peak times we yeah. do we are quite flexible with the amount of times that we do go we try and get as much sort of you know we'll squeeze as many you know as many dates as we can into sort of the best times of year to go to kind of give people the option yeah but yeah those those are the best nice now yeah some really good questions actually uh, i think richie uh morioni have you ever had a mini back anyone did a good plan yeah richie on on some of our trips you know things happen right um and yeah you, you know you can do all you've got to do but you can you can be unlucky like like any 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 track any experience in life um, yeah, we've had, um, I mean, just to talk about a few off the cuff, we've had some people in the fall who we've had to evacuate, um, you know, unfortunately, uh, because of altitude sickness, uh, sometimes people who've had like really bad and debilitate, uh, debilitating like stomach infections, you know, with maybe some bacteria or food, I think any part of travel um, in remote regions of the world, there's, there's always that risk. But, you know, we try and we always talk about like danger, there's, there's managed danger, danger and unmanaged danger. When it comes to our treks, um, there's certainly that aspect of manage what's in our control, um, you know, things like what you can eat, your pace, you know, what sort of guide have we got, what route are we taking, you know, also, you know, what, what are you carrying, where's your body at, there's so many things that we can control, and then there's things you can't control, um, you know, the, the, the bad stuff, like avalanches, you know, all that, you know, we, we can go we can go, go into detail on that, um, but certainly when it comes to medevacking someone, yeah, like all of our um, all of our operations in any country have got a specific plan on that with our operators. Yeah. Um, you know, if if things happen and we need to get you out of there, we can get you out of there. Um, yeah, certainly. Uh, and that's you know, they're all the, the, the guides, all guides that, that that essentially work for Evertrack, they're part of Evertrack. Um, you know, they are they're very good guides. I mean, they're um, like in Nepal, for instance, we get a lot of people who have uh, guides who have climbed Everest, for instance. In South America, we've got a lot of guys who've like well, one of them, Juan, who's climbed back on Kagua eleven times. Eleven times, yeah. Um, Ten so, wasn't enough. No, <laughs> you know we got people who guide to, to Machu Picchu. They've been doing it for over fifteen years. I mean, you know, I, I always think you know having a good guide can be the difference between having a good and a bad trip. Yeah. Um, sometimes, and that's what we try and aim for is to have Evertrek kind of guides that match who what what kind of trip we would like, and that's how we've kind of built our trips. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I hope. You know definitely um you know that that happens when you're out there and yeah but in terms of medevac yeah we, we've got all those high altitude evacuation things in place yeah. awesome um we've had a couple of questions yeah. about vaccinations um Love the old vaxes, of, yeah yeah it's yeah. Very, very important as, as andy knows i'm a pincushion um <laughs> so whenever i go to these places i'll just uh yeah they're like do you want this i'm like put it in put it in but um yeah so have have a uh, yeah. tetanus and typhoid are pretty much the essentials that all travelers must have yeah um, I did look up briefly what the optional ones were, but pretty much it's the same sort of deal as Nepal. Uh, those of you who are quite familiar with that, so diphtheria, hep B, uh, MMR, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I have uh, sent a link to the guy, so hopefully they're going to post that as well. Yeah. Um, and it's a little link to a Nomad Travel Clinic where um, I always go to kind of like just double check what yeah. vaccinations you need and things like that. So Nice. Um, yeah, I think Sheena Blackmore asked, um, we'll, we'll ask, Probably that number five question. I feel like you should be announcing the winner soon. Oh, I forgot is, about that. <laughs> I think what we'll do is then we'll, we'll answer some more of these questions afterwards because uh, we we've got. Um, I know there's a lot of people on here who are keen to find out who's winning. I know the excitement is, is building as well. So we don't want to leave you dangling for too long. Um, we just want to get more questions. Uh, Tina, uh, other tents solo or pairs? So actually, the, the tent, um, yeah, there are actually three person tents. 
um, but they do generally see people sharing. Um, there is an option uh, on our because um, the second section is um, is camping, is all camping pretty much. You have one bit that you get some activity in like a local local lodge. Um, but all the others, yeah, sometimes if it's really busy, but it really gets busy obviously. Um, you know, we we kind of worked out like um, emergency that you'd have to share the activities in this sense. Highly likely won't happen, mm. but normally it's just a few people. Uh, the same on all of our sets worldwide. Although we can do, um, what happened there? The sound is bad. So oh, again, hitting the mic again. Oh, really? That's weird, isn't it? Maybe if I speak hello, 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 by here, by here. Weird, isn't it? It's only when we we speak. But yeah, sorry guys. I hope are we coming through okay now? Um, I feel thumbs like, up, thumbs up. I feel like the microphone is not playing ball today, is it? It's not. It's not. I um. Here we go. That's better. That's better. It might be a bit of a loose connection. So hopefully that's good. So I'll tell you what, we'll do one more question, Dave, and then we're going to announce the winner. One more question. Um, Any biggies out there? Okay, I'm, I'm going to do a quick, a quick. Um, <laughs> uh, you're going to do it. I'm just going to filibuster, filibuster. I'll tell you what, there's one there. That, so your route is different to the Inca Trail. The machiner again. It is. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. So Sheena, I recommend. I'll give a I'll give a brief one now, but I give yeah, really yeah. Uh, we give a really good one at the beginning. So it is different. We go on a yeah. more um, off the beaten track route. Um, yeah. We do like dip into the Inca Trail at a certain point, uh, but yeah. essentially we're we're going in pretty much like the opposite direction. Um, yeah. And we do that because we don't want to join a giant procession. Tourist areas always do get a bit congested. The Inca yeah. Trail is still amazing, but we wanted something that gave yeah. you a little little taste of the wild. You do get, um, you do get, because the uh, you may have uh, missed the um, the Trail 104. That's kind of the last section that goes up. That is the old Inca Trail. Um, so yeah, um, you will get to see some of it, but because the the Inca Trail is so strict with permits and so busy, um, again we 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 looked at feedback of customers who've just yeah. gone out recently in the last couple of months, and they said the busiest part of the trek was that. Yeah. Um, you know, so that kind of reinforced our decision in terms of the route that we chose. Um, um, we're being showed at, and uh, Shona is saying, do the announcement now while the mic's working. <laughs> okay, hey, we will. Wait, remember, we did it before, but it was flipped. Yeah, exactly. So now people can see it. You got it? Are you ready? I have got I it. I feel like we need a drum roll. So what, what do we do? Do you want me to like, bring it up? Yeah, we'll or bring it up. bring it in from the side? That's ah, all good. Mate. We'll go up. Good, right. So yeah, as we said, um, so the winner will we'll reach out to them as soon as um, you know we're off the live. We'll drop them an email. Not yet, Dave. Calm down. Down, boy. Uh, <laughs> um, and we'll drop them in. Look, you know, the, the person who wins, um, like I said, you get to choose uh, a mate or a friend, family, who you want to go with. And, or Evertrain um, Yeti. Or Dave, clearly. Yeah. Um, I know there's some other Yetis in the other room who would like to opportunity, but <laughs> no, no, the, um, I say you get to choose someone. And, and good luck. Um, you know, like I said, it's been our biggest competition we've ever done, over 19,000 people. So I know that's a bit nuts, really, thinking about it. But it is a great trip. We hope you have an awesome time. If you're not a winner, um, something we, we've done in the past, uh, there are some runner-up um, prizes and things. So we will, um, you know, you might do check your inboxes after the live. Uh, you might see some things in there for anything. Um, you know, if you are keen, you're not the winner, but you still want to do it. Uh, this is what we do, guys. Um, we'd love to, to assist you on that journey and share the adventure with you. Um, Dave, let's do it. I feel I can I can feel you're ready. Yeah, and the winner is <laughs> Rishi Su. Oh, sorry, that's wow. The, yeah, that's the wrong one, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> the winner. I need mean, to move back a bit. Okay, so the winner. So you wow. got it there. Okay, the is, winner. Yes, yeah, Kimberly Evans. Kimberly. 
Awesome. There this you go, Kimberly Kim on the live. Yeah, congratulations, Kimberly. If you are here, I feel like we need to go um, back a bit. Give more. us a shout. Yeah, so we need back a bit more. I'm gonna hold that up there. So here we go. Walk back. Hey, like, like. Walk back. We could be like the following. Here we go. Kimberly Evans. Hey. So congratulations, <laughs> Kimberly. Hey, Kimberly. Um, congratulations. Yourself and a, a very, very lucky person is gonna be going with you. Right, right. <laughs> better luck next time. <laughs> um clearly those uh, those undercrackers didn't work <laughs> i know i know because is, is she on the live i didn't i didn't see she might be on the live she might be working um anyway we'll be, we'll be reaching out to her if she is on the live um do drop uh that's not how you spell my name <laughs> yeah, yeah we've had a, we've had a couple of them i know yeah you congrats know, guys congrats I it's, always it's been have, a great competition here. i always have to fight the urge you know just to go and it's brian no sorry but i wouldn't be that cruel to him but i know he would do it to me that's well, the problem it, it, 19,000 to one, pretty much. It's, you know, it's, it's hard. Yeah, no, it is hard. I keep trying for you, Brian. Right? At least you guys at least get a chance. The only two people, 100% guaranteed yeah. not to win. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. None of the team can win that, unfortunately. But um, no, we, like, obviously, thank you for being a huge part of, uh, of that competition. It's It's been amazing. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll continue. We've got about another 15 minutes. So we're going to crack on. Uh, we'll answer some of these questions. Yeah. We'll try and get through. Even if we, we go to about an hour and we don't get them, we'll try and jump back on yeah. and just get your questions answered because that's what these are for. And, you know, if you've got to go, great. Thanks for being um, thanks for being part of the, the journey with us on this one. Um, uh, yeah, certainly certainly been, been a bit crazy. Um, but, yeah, if, if you do um, and, and you are rushed off, come and join us every Tuesday. This is um, We do uh, you know, answer these questions about yeah. random subjects um as you may see um, um any question is fine like we know people are on you know different parts of the journey we were we, we're trekkers like you we're travelers we we were once at the beginning thinking about altitude i remember the first time i went to altitude because uh, i'm an asthma sufferer i was like oh my god can i do it will i be okay and then just through educating myself and and doing these things you kind of get a bit of an idea about what's lays in store yeah um and that's what we do we share our experiences Kimberly experience. Evans is here yes she's here she's C here congratulations oh i think she's crying <laughs> oh wow well we don't want to make you cry kim <laughs> <laughs> uh congratulations kimberly uh it's nice it's great you're on the live um i love yeah. it when they're here i imagine she didn't fly right away because she was going yeah, i think she's probably like <laughs> yeah. what the heck yeah <laughs> honestly kimberly super congratulations it's one of the yeah do you know what it is the best part of my job yeah it's holding that sign up it's cool isn't it it's yeah, um, you know, you know it's people who've won some of our previous competitions and you've never won anything no worries, no worries um yeah some people have like some of our previous winners like Kate I remember EBC back in we had, a back, we had, we had like, Kate on a live change change people's lives and yeah mate um, you're, gonna, you're gonna enjoy this one that's honestly sure. so yeah we'll um we'll drop you an email yeah um and essentially do you know what you know what's gonna get you excited now we just need to know when you want to go that's it yeah. <laughs> and we'll, and we'll, we'll get you and we'll get you on We'll and that's it and then it's done and oh. um awesome great stuff well, um, we got yeah we got 15 minutes let's go through these questions we still i got did find a one lot of i did find one but i can't see it anymore but it was about whether it's possible to do the trek uh with pipe one down. oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah. To answer it because we have had it before and if you did danny if you find it and uh, point it out to me yeah yeah um, i mean what what um, yeah that's the question certainly so we got when you come on a spec with us you know it's always good to know um you know, we do have um, different PCDs and PCDs. So it's Megan. Megan. Is it Megan? Megan Fitzclark. So when it comes to... um Megan. again? Oh, my God. I think we should use a different mic there next time. Yeah. Okay. Can you hear us now? Just before we go into it. 
that that sounds gone again. Hello, 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 hello. Hello. I got an idea. You gonna do it? I am going to sing. Excuse me, everyone. Um, over to the camera. Hey guys, it's Andy here. Right, that'll be good. Hey, welcome to the welcome to the Tuesday tune in. Um, there we go. Is that better? Because I've I've now shifted it, shifted the microphone. The Yeti microphone this, is thumbs up now, thumbs up. This it is, should be getting it now. This is where they tell us that the microphone that comes just built in with the camera is 50 times better than the than the, <laughs> than posh, the actual than the actual one, right? One, wow, yeah. wow, wow, wow. Is that better? Everyone's saying it's better. Oh, that's I mean, is it better just because the other one was broke, or do you think it's better anyway overall? I'd be interested to know. Um it would uh, yeah, anyway. it's the audio because some people listen to this on our podcast, Mountain Malarkey Podcast or YouTube. I hope we're coming through okay. YouTube. It's going to be big one day. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm, so is the internet. <laughs> right, let's get these questions. Right, okay, uh, Mega Clifford Club, yes. type 1 diabetes. Um, yes, it is completely possible to do the trip with type 1 diabetes. Obviously, uh, we'll need to know in advance and so will the guide and everything yeah. there. The most important thing, the onus is on you to make sure that you have everything you need and backups of those things. Um, so like yeah. we, you know, Checking with, you know, say like someone with asthma, um, they have an inhaler on them, but they also have a spear that's perhaps with the guide. Yeah. So the guide knows where it is to get it. So if you have any backup medication and things like that, that you need. Um, and also with regards to taking regular break, breaks to control your blood sugar levels, that's completely fine as well. Yeah. If anything, we encourage it for everybody to take regular breaks, especially if you start to feel like you're feeling a bit unwell and you need to have a rest and yeah. some snacks or adjust whatever you need to adjust um yeah it's entirely possible we actually had a guy um recently wasn't recently, it recently yeah. yeah who uh, uh type one yeah. diabetes that um that went to base camp i think it was yeah yeah we did actually um yeah, yeah. And and he, was, he, he was fine yeah absolutely fine as long as you let us know your dietary requirements what medication you need and yeah. a main thing obviously is that you get the insurance all covered as well yeah um then yeah 100 percent. we'll love to have you nice. um harriet i know <clears throat> not necessarily about peru but we'll, we'll still answer it Climbing Killy in September, I was wondering what was the best piece of kit you can have? Any tips for washing? Any tips for else? Yeah, it was a, there's a few things going on there, but she's already in Arusha. Awesome, love Arusha. Um, yeah, so in terms of the best piece of kit you can have, we, we think is, is looking after your feet. If you're going on a trek, got to look after your feet because they struggle. You're gonna It's going to be a heck of a bad trip. So yeah, in terms of your boots, making sure you have good footwear is, is, is the most important one. Um, any tips for washing? It's quite hard on Killy. I think because there's tricky. there's not a lot because you're camping. Essentially, you're, you're you're in camps going up to the summit. There's not a lot of opportunities to wash. There are is that dry soap that you can kind of spray on clothes. That I, I know you have got like Febreze and stuff to freshen it up. Yeah. What is the one that um, was recommended a few weeks back? I forgot the name of it. And you, you basically it's like dry soap, but it cleans your clothes, clothes just by spraying it. Yeah. I, what's I, it called? I gave one to Fee to use. Ah. It was called like. Oh, do you know what? If anyone knows the name of that. Mick one. Hamilton is on here. Yeah. And when I met Mick on a training weekend, he had a bottle of it. You spray it on your clothes, and yeah. then the next day they freshen and it kind of gets rid of all the yeah. antimicrobial. And I've been buying it ever since, but I've been so autopilot with it, I forgot the name. <laughs> it's something like clothes to go or wash to go or something like yeah. that. Um, but it's, yeah, it's really wash to go. Love it. Generally speaking, I'll, I'll always bring wet wipes with yeah. me. Um, a couple of Ziploc bags as well to put those wet wipes in because I do take them back off the mountain. Um, <laughs> I love Charlotte. Don't worry about cleaning your clothes. 
I was also going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you will. Yeah, on a mountain, on an expedition, everyone yeah. smells the same. Killy is tricky as well. It's so dusty. It is. What I it? found was when Limited I washed on Killy, I walked in the tent. Yeah. I wiped myself down, had a wash, put my wet wipes away, walked outside. If anything, I made myself stickier because I was slightly <laughs> damp and I was dirtier than when I went in. So on Killy, do you know what I would advise? A bit of dry shampoo, maybe it's slightly head itching, yeah. everything else, brush your teeth, crack on. Just Nothing else. Smell. Yeah. It's, it's, um, yeah. Brilliant. Um, Gary, uh, when on a trek, can couples sleep in the same room or is it male with male and male with uh, female with female? Um, yeah, so we, we always, if, if you are traveling with your partner or a friend, we always try and match you guys up. Yeah. Um, you know, because if you're traveling with someone, that's cool. We don't like purposely divide you. You know, there might be like the odd person on, like, I, I struggle to remember this on all the trips we do. And, you know, we run probably 80 to 90 treks to Everest Base Camp a year, just put it in, in, in context. Uh, different groups, similar kind of, I'd say about 60 to Kilimanjaro, uh, only about 10 to Machu Picchu because it's, it's it's a smaller market. Um, but when it comes to the numbers of people, um, it's never really been an issue in terms of like, oh yeah, you have to share with mm. with that person. It, it it's, it's very, it's very, doesn't often. The one happen, rule is it's in our terms of condition. often. <laughs> <laughs> Try to get my words out. If uh, it is in our terms of conditions, so that if you conceive on a trip, you have to call your kid ever trek. That is the terms and conditions, but yeah, well, generally we have, we have people who met on the ever trek trips and have been married. Which well, is quite yeah. interesting. I mean, well, they, they met on a training weekend, engaged on a trip, and then married back. And married and went back. It's amazing, love it. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, do we run any singles treks? Not specifically, no. but our treks are open to anybody and exactly, anyone. Yeah, and mixed, mixed. I would say it's almost a 50 50 split between yeah. singles and couples and men and women um I would, more singles i'd say solo travelers more. is oh just over 50 percent. and again i would say more single like solo girls yeah yeah than guys 100 yeah, i think they just got they're just braver i think i think it comes down to um you know, looking we always like you know not to go too deep into it because we could we could talk about this for ages just looking at the data um and you know from other travel companies as well you know we're part of the adventure travel trade association they send us stats and different things and yeah certainly i think um guys like for some reason uh, you know like just prefer to go with a mate um whereas some girls will want to go and if they can't find someone to go they'll go anyway yeah um, that seems to be the way forward i know that's not the you know not to throw a blanket over everyone but yeah that just seems to be the way of the world i think yeah um certainly in the uk um they get a lot of solo solo traveler women so yeah um amanda bateman has said what yeah. sort of luxury item so i'm assuming Ooh. that's like a like a what would um, it take what would be a luxury item like if this is desert island disc rules you've allowed one luxury item yeah. you can't have any practical use so you can't bring like a leatherman or something like that it's something purely luxury like a pillow or something Pillow. i i used to take my ipad just so i can um you know if i'm chilling in the evenings i can watch some I know. I was thinking. Sorry. I was thinking, like MP3 player for music for the iPad. Unless you want a digital detox, well. you don't have to take them. But yeah, sometimes nice to have an, an you know, uh, um, an option. I would uh, bring to keep in touch with people, right? I would bring something that I could access Audible on. Okay. Because you in, the podcast. instead of just one book, yeah, yeah. I'll have like thousands of books and things like that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's what I would do. Nice. Love nice. Desert Island discs. Uh, so I'm just so many questions i'm just wondering which ones oh here we go um okay michelle is it safe to go into machu picchu at 67 i have a pacemaker and on epileptic tablets so yes michelle obviously a lot going on I, i'd say firstly we always recommend chat with your gp 
first, just say, what's their opinion on you going to high altitude? Um, you know, we have had people who have done this and spoke to GP and they're like, no, 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 you can't go. So have a chat with them. If there's any issues or you think that, they, you know, they're recommending, look, don't, you can talk to a high altitude specialist, you know, Nomad Health Clinics, for example. Um, you know, there's plenty of, of, you know, if you give it a quick Google, there's, there's, there's lots out there who can give you their professional opinion. Um, you know, we have had customers with similar issues. Um, I think and there's even customers on and, and Evertrekkers on here who have had heart conditions and things like that. They've gone to high altitude. They've been fine. Um, obviously, you know, your body is put under more strain at high altitude because mm. it's working harder to get the oxygen around your body. So, you know, you have got that to take that into account. Um, but like Dave said earlier, any medical condition, make sure you get insurance for it. If you've insured, you know, we, we'd love to tell, take you and help you on this journey. Obviously, you know, there's going to be, um, you know, there's, there's, there's going to be things that, that are happening that might be different. Yeah. So as long as the guide knows, as long as we know, we can manage it for you. And we, we don't want to say no. We were like, okay, but well, how can we help you? How can we make that happen for you? Because, you know, I, I don't want to say no and say, that's it, end of your dream. You know, because I know there's people who've been there in their 70s who've had heart conditions, uh, and, you know, have told us and like, you know, um, they still done it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, you know, we always say, like, how do, how do you feel about it first? Um, you know, we'd love to have a conversation and help you on that journey. But I do recommend having a chat with GP first. They know you better and especially, um, you know, specialist around that. Yeah. Would you agree? I'd agree, yeah, yeah, 100%. They know you guys. Um, they know the medical history. And I think if they're happy, we're happy. Yeah. Um, Morgan Coyne, um, I bet yeah. some of the views are amazing. They are. Um, in life, you've got to experience different places and cultures. I 100% agree. I think yeah. travel broadens the mind, um, enriches you as a person. It's amazing. Uh, question: uh, Where's the best place you've ever visited or trek? Why wow, this is a tough one. That's a biggie. Best place you've ever visited or trek to? Would love to hear your experiences. That's like a whole other live, I think. Um, I think mine's easy because the trek that changed everything for me was just going just classic Everest base camp route. Oh yeah. Um, and it was something that I never believed I could do. Like perhaps a year or two years before I actually went, it was impossible. Yeah. Like obese, unfit, stuck in a job that I could never leave. And then change your life. Huh? It changed my life. I, just, <laughs> I don't know. I went there and it, it, it completely revolutionized my yeah, yeah. way of thinking. I was a complete, a, a, a different Dave landed back at Heathrow yeah. from the one that left. So that would be me. What would you say? Yours. I had to get EDC in there first. In case I know. Well, it. you think now. I, I, <laughs> I know we're here to talk about Peru. But no, no, you, you're right. When, when, you, when you first got a high altitude for the first time, can't help but be influenced by it and yeah my um you know i think it was the earlier that year um in 2016 went to Everest space camp and it was like yeah that that, that kind of opened my eyes and came back and, and set the business up um that you see now uh, which is a bit mad <laughs> how it's changed but it's um essentially still the same going out to a place having a wonderful time meeting awesome people experiencing the landscape and the cultures and challenging yourself yeah um and you go back to those simple things it's it's special and but anywhere you go you know if you're going to machu picchu if you're going to try and take on kilimanjaro um i know i think lucy popped up in the comments there um who we met a while back i think it was in 2018 lucy and um obviously been on some of our trips as well with base camp and and now um now killy and you know all the trips are great in their own particular way um like i love i, I seriously have a really big affinity with scotland 
the trekking, the landscape, the people. I just love it up there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, obviously Nepal. Um, there's some great place, great places in Tanzania. You know, can't can't get away from it. Tanzania. Penavan's all right. Yeah, Penavan's busy all right. Sometimes yeah, you're, you're, you're busy, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, well, amazing. Oh, and um, someone said about Canada then as well being amazing. I think Charlotte said Canada on my list. I really want to year, I, I want to, um, oh, Charlotte. I want to go to, I want to go to Whistler. Yeah, do some skiing. That'd be great, wouldn't yeah, it? I want to go in summer. Um, well, look, I, I think we've, Bike park. we've come to, what was it, about an hour now. So, yeah, we, we hope we've answered a lot of questions. We will try and jump back in and answer some of them. If, if we if we haven't and you really have that pressing question you want answered, you know, you're thinking about potentially going on a trip and there's something that's, you know, um, you know, maybe on your mind and you, and you want to, you know, you want to clarify, uh, drop us a message info at evertrek.co.uk. Um, obviously, you can you can send it as well to um, uh, we've got the intercom, which is basically our messenger on, on the website. Definitely drop it in there because um, one of our team will, will, will get back to you. As I said, if you, if you enter the competition and you, you're looking forward to to go and obviously you're not Kimberly. <laughs> um, you know, we'd love to help you on your journey and, and do check your emails this afternoon. Um, you know, we do like to offer um, some runner up prizes and things like that. So yeah, do uh, look at those. Um, and Dave, any any final words for today? Uh, big one? one day I'll start preparing before you ask me. But no, <laughs> honestly, thank you very much. Yeah, Such yeah. a thank you to everyone who's tuned in today. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see you back on another Tuesday tune in as well um yeah i know it's an amazing experience to give kimberly the, the opportunity to go to machu picchu with a friend like all of these competitions yeah but honestly we I, we we couldn't offer those things if it yeah. wasn't for everyone in the community every ever trekker that's ever graced our door just supporting us and being there and yeah so many more years and so many more adventures to be had let's do it exactly i'm gonna put it down myself mate uh well lovely well we'll see you next week um i say any questions drop them in to us um, Kimberly, we'll be reaching out to you and yeah, check your emails this afternoon and we'll catch you next week. Take it easy. Bye. <laughs> Cheers guys. Awesome. So I hope you enjoyed the, uh, another episode of the Mountain Malarkey podcast. Um, yeah, that was something a little bit different, wasn't it? From the Tuesday tune in, but I yeah. hope you enjoyed it. I must say you were brilliant on that episode and <laughs> <laughs> thanks mate. Thanks. Now, but if, uh, if you've enjoyed it, don't forget to leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast. Um, you know, all these, uh, podcasts we put together, the episodes, Trying to reach as many people as possible. And if it's helped you, leave us a lovely review. Um, and yeah, we'll see you again next week. Yeah, all the best, guys. Bye.